NFC Championship. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you tuning in to Tap Sports Radio. We got a good one this week as the NFL tunes into its final four left to go to the Super Bowl. We have the NFC side, which we're going to be focusing on for this segment, all under 10 minutes. The Los Angeles Rams, 13-3 versus New Orleans Saints, 13-3, going down this Sunday, January 20th, 2 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. This is going to be a great one. Uh, I'm going to break down the scenario and see how it's going to go down. Uh, Just to start off, uh, the Rams are playing some great ball. The Saints are playing some good ball. Uh, The Rams obviously dominated the Cowboys last weekend in the divisional round. Um, And then the Saints, they did their thing with the Eagles. Obviously, both teams had to uh, beat their, their prospective teams in order to get to this championship game. So, Kudos to both teams. Um, obviously, the Saints, a lot of people are speculating, saying that they're not as uh, strong as they once were throughout the season where they peaked the, the hardest. Uh, I think I, dis- I disagree with that statement basically because um, a lot of people have been banged up for the Saints. You know, Ted Ginn's been out. Uh, Toronto Armstead, one of their, you know, Pro Bowl, actually Pro Bowl this year. Uh, left tackle's been out. Um, but he's finally back in, starting to get in the back of the mix of things. And did Marcus Davenport, rookie defensive end, they drafted in the first round this past year, finally get starting to get back into the 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 fold this uh, these last couple games. But the Rams as well, they had some people banged up and stuff. But fortunately, looking at the injury report today here on Thursday, uh, before this contest, uh, they have nobody on the injury report. But they had a uh, keep to leave coming back uh, about two or three weeks ago prior to the playoffs. I, it was an ankle injury he had. That was the reason he about sat out about half the season. But I think he's healthy now and he's ready to go. Uh, he'll be playing. They ha- like I said, they had nobody on the injury report. Uh, the Rams look locked and loaded, and they have a young, uh, uh, great coach in Sean McVay. I believe a lot of people have been comparing him to Sean uh, Payton, and it's funny that they both are named Sean. And I know the 10-year challenge is kind of going around, and everyone's comparing Sean McVay to Sean Payton. But like I said, I believe uh, Sean McVay is a great coach. Don't get me wrong. He does his thing. He's very creative compared to Sean Payton and how he does with his offenses. But uh, we're just going to jump right into this game. There's three things that I, I uh, that I look at when I'm talking about the Rams versus the Saints this Sunday on January 20th. It's uh, number one, Marcus Davenport, and and these are the ones I mentioned earlier, earlier, and these are the three main ones that I think they're going to play a huge factor in this game. Marcus Davenport, Ted Ginn, and Aqib Tlaib slash Marcus Peters. Those are the three big things that I'm looking at throughout this whole game. Now, if you look at this earlier in the season, these both teams, they played. I believe it was week nine, week eight, and the New Orleans Saints beat the Rams 45 to 35 by 10 points. Now, everyone keeps on talking about back to that game. Yeah, it was the same team, but if you look at it, they're missing a lot of pieces. And the people that I talked about earlier, those three points, Davenport, Ted Ginn Jr., the receiver, and Aqib Tlaib, and Marcus Peters, they all three were basically the topics of discussion. Marcus Davenport did not play in that last game this year, Week 9, when the Saints beat the Rams, uh, rookie defensive end. And Ted Ginn did not play as well because he was hurt and uh, with a knee injury, and then Keep Tlaib did not play because his uh, ankle injury. So those are the big three things. I'm going to go into detail of why I believe they're so effective. Marcus Davenport, just to start off, uh, had four or five sacks on his rookie season. Not too uh, spectacular, but uh, he was named to rookie the rookie all-pro uh, football team for all rookies for defense. And uh, I think he's done a great job. I fairly believe he brings pressure on the edge, and that's the reason the Saints drafted him, obviously, in the draft in the first round. Yeah, he came from a small school, but the Saints really believed in him, and that's 
Obviously, last year with the Minnesota Miracle, that's something they really needed, their defense. The offense can click, you know, it depends on Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and how things roll over there, and Kamara, and how they match up with defenses. But I would say with Marcus Davenport, they drafted him specifically to put pressure on the quarterback. Now, jumping to Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn Jr., Obviously, he brings a factor to the Saints. He's that second receiver. I wasn't really big on Ted Ginn before he went down, but obviously, you know, with him and without him, he's obviously made a difference in an imprint in this offense. Michael Thomas obviously does his thing, made the Pro Bowl this year, all pro, all the, the awards you can think of as a wide receiver. I think uh, people all around the, the country are starting, and even the world are starting to realize how big of a receiver Michael Thomas is compared to put him with you know, maybe the top receivers in the league, such as Antonio Brown, the Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, some of the guys you know that never drop the balls and that are superstars for their franchises. So obviously, Mark, my, Michael Thomas is a beast. Ted Ginn coming back, he really has that speed factor, and especially that first game, you know, first play of the game last weekend against Philadelphia. Uh, he did have the man beat, and I believe it was LeBlanc that he had beat. But uh, uh, Breeze, he underthrew the ball and unfortunately picked it off the first play of the game. And obviously the whole crowd, the Houdat Nation, went dead and went silent. And it was definitely tough. But I feel like the Saints, they roll off of momentum. If things go you know, uh, dry in the beginning, they kind of just die. But they found themselves away in that Eagles game to come back from 14-0. So kudos to them. And then we're going to jump to the Rams side and keep to lead Marcus Peters. I feel like this is the biggest factor for this game as well. They're saying now uh, keep to lead is going to be shadowing Michael Thomas. He's going to be the one-on-one battle with him. Obviously, Marcus Peters didn't, too, didn't do too well against Michael Thomas last time. Obviously, uh, Michael Thomas had over 200 yards in that contest. One-on-one with Marcus Peters. And Marcus Peters is a great cornerback. Don't, believe, don't get me wrong. Pro bowler. Uh, led the league in interceptions his rookie year. He did his thing, and he's definitely a great cornerback. But the reason with uh, Marcus Peters is he's not the uh, the cornerback, the defensive back that the Rams are looking for in their scheme. They're more he's more of a zone defensive back rather as a keep to lead, more man to man, where he gets physical with the receiver at the line of scrimmage and kind of presses him and kind of mans him up. He's also a bigger cornerback than Marcus Peters. I believe uh, Talib is up there, you know, six foot one, two or three, um, and Marcus Peters is about six foot six one. So it definitely comes down to those two guys. They say, like I said, they're going to be shadowing Michael Thomas with Akeem Talib. I think Akeem Talib's a great cornerback, great defensive back. He won the Super Bowl with Denver. Uh, he's been there, done that, got playoff experience. But I just don't see the matchup happening with Michael Thomas. I looked at the film with Philadelphia and, um, you know, the Rams when they played them. And Alshon Jeffrey is 29 years old. And I'm not saying age is playing a factor in here. I know Keith Tlaib is 29 or 30 years old. Uh, but especially off uh, Keith Tlaib coming off an injury, an ankle injury, that's pretty uh, significant at that age. And playing defensive back where you're constantly hitting. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to get hurt or anything like that. But I'm just saying it's kind of tough for that position, especially he's only been back three or four weeks. So Michael Thomas against Akeem Tlaib, I think Michael Thomas wins that battle, and especially like I'm bringing it back to the Eagles game, uh, Alshon Jeffrey was really working Akeem Tlaib, and I know that was probably his first or second game back but from the injury, but I just believe Akeem Tlaib is just not the man. He definitely is a great corner. He can make plays, but uh, hands down, if they're looking to man-to-man with Michael Thomas, a young stud at 23 years old, in his prime right now, and maybe arguably the best wide receiver right now, if not number two or number three, 
uh, in the league. So, and then I'm so I'm gonna look at the Marcus Peters side. Marcus Peters, like I said, he's a zone cornerback. Um, he'll probably be shadowing Ted Ginn, who is a speedy receiver, which I think he'll probably have some struggle with keeping up with um, Ted Ginn. But we'll see how it rolls out. Who he follows. They also had uh, 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 that guy Coleman, that defensive back. He plays nickel. Uh, but I think uh, Marcus Peters will be playing against uh, either Traquan Smith or Ted Ginn Jr., depending, depending on the uh, the look the, uh, the offense gives the, the defense for the Rams. So, and another piece that I feel like I didn't put in the top three that I should add would be the Sheldon Rankins injury. Obviously, he um, tore his Achilles tendon in the Philadelphia game, which is very unfortunate because if you look at the numbers, Sheldon Rankins definitely brings a presence to that, that defense and and is why the, the New Orleans Saints really has a top three uh, rush defense and uh, stopping the run is kudos to him. So uh, looking at that is yeah, Mark, uh, excuse me, Sheldon Rankins is doing his thing, but uh, he goes down and they sign uh, Tyron Walker, a guy that was familiar with this uh, defense earlier in the season. They cut him. He comes back and he's going to uh, fill in for that position, but he's not going to start. He's probably going to rotate. They have uh, David Anyamata and uh, Tyler Davison, who's been kind of rotating already at that position. So I'm not really too scared. I believe they're probably going to run the ball a lot there, uh, L.A., but uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tight one. I think it's all going to come down to the wire, and uh, we're going to see who uh, comes out with the win. So no predictions this time, just uh, analysis. So appreciate you tuning in to Tap Sports Radio, and uh, make sure you tune in to the AFC Championship. Thank you, and good night.